What's up, music head? Thank you so much for listening to Soul Sugar Conversations, a podcast for music heads, old souls, and just music lovers, those who want to honor what was happening in the past and how it influences the current R&B soul music space. I am a self-proclaimed 70s and 80s soul music nerd, and I love to dive deep into the details, the liner notes, the credits, the production credits of all of my favorite music, whether it was 50 years ago or it's happening today. And in this interview, I speak with Melodious, who they also are deep divers and students of incredible music. And I just cannot wait for you all to meet these prodigies if you're not already hip. They are everything, even though they have a song called I Feel Like You're Everything, and I just really adore them, and you will too. So um, without further ado, I'll let you get to the interview. But first, please go on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Make sure to subscribe and follow to Soul Sugar Joint. I also have in-person events where I DJ. I also have live streams every Wednesday, and I upload new interviews and podcasts as they come out. So to stay hip to all things Soul Sugar Joint, make sure to follow on those platforms. So yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to do that. And I hope that you enjoy this conversation that I had with the one and only, the future Grammy winning, the icons themselves, Melodious. Cool. We are live. Okay, dope. It's working. It's working. So. Um, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for pulling up to the Soul Sugar Joint. I'm Brooks, and um, I'm so excited for this interview, you guys. Not only because it's my very first live interview, but because of who I'm speaking with. And it just means so much to me to find new talent and to discover music that just like restores my hope in you know live musicianship and real artistry and incredible songwriting, but it also means so much when it's coming from like the younger generation, because I feel that way too, like being an old head, but like I'm literally 24, but the music that I listen to, it's like from yesteryear and 50 years older than I am. Um, so it's just so encouraging whenever I find like people who get it. And I feel like this band gets it. I literally had like teary eyes listening to their album. And the album's only eight songs. It's like so short, but it's just so good. It's very high level and they're so young and we're gonna get into like who they are and their whole backstory and everything. But all that to say, this is Melodious. I'm bringing them on. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind, please um, introduce yourselves. All right, I'm Makaya. I'm 19 and I play keys. Uh... I'm Matthias, I'm 17, and I play bass and guitar. I'm Memphis, I'm 15, and I play drums. And okay. together, we're melodious. Yes. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> wow, okay, so can you guys just like tell me how you all got started into music? Was it a family thing, or? And Okay, so I started piano when I was about five. I was in gymnastics, you know, I was trying to be a little athlete. Um, <laughs> didn't really work out, was not athletic. And my grandfather uh, recognized that I had an ear for music at a very young age and encouraged my mom to put us in music. And so when he passed, I was around four. And so she put us in music. I started piano. Two years later, I believe. No, no two years nine, later. Nine, maybe like three, three, four? Even more. Four no. years later. <laughs> I tried to do that. Four years later. It was, it was two. Two. Yeah. See, this is a little no. sibling element right now. If you were... 
before when you started piano. Basically, Matthias started bass. No, I started drums before Matthias started bass. Let's be honest. Like I, my musical seniority. Okay. I started drums at four. She started drums at four. Matthias started bass at six. We all kind of took individual private lessons, and then around seven years ago, um, we had been singing at churches, like as a as as the Dempsey. That's our last name, the Dempsey Trio, and we got hired by our great uncle for a gig in Sacramento. It was June twenty fifth, twenty sixteen, and they were like, "We need a group name, like." Are you guys a band? What is it? And my mom was like, we don't have one. And so she woke up early that morning and heard the birds outside singing. And was like, this is so melodious. And boom. And all of our names are MD. So that's why it's a capital M and D, because all of our initials are M and our last name is Oh, wow. OK, I mean, I was going to ask. I was like, how did you guys <laughs> even come up with that name? Wow, I'm just like floored by so many things. But also, you said you started drums at four years old, Memphis? Yes. So how did you get into drums? Like, did you have like the little baby set and then they're like, oh, she's really good? Well, I saw the drums first at church and it was the loudest thing. So I was like, that's, that's it, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, but I started off by playing gospel and R&B drums and then it slowly progressed into jazz. And then we all started playing together. So we just kind of ventured out into our own sound. Okay, okay. How about you, Matthias? Is that how you say your name? Yes. Okay, how did you uh, get started with your instrument? I started playing bass at six. Uh, I had always wanted to play an instrument, preferably a string instrument. I always wanted to play guitar. So I saw her, uh, she learned how to play piano first. And then I just went to the guitar shop one day and then tried to sign up for lessons. And uh, I accidentally, since I was only six, I didn't know what a bass was. But uh, they asked me that I wanna um, play bass, learn how to play bass before playing guitar. Cause it would be helpful and like aid the process. And uh, I said yes, because I thought it was guitar, but I accidentally signed up for the wrong instrument. I mean, it's worked out. It's, it's worked, worked out great. great. I mean, I do both now, but bass has been my primary primary instrument, so yeah. Okay, amazing. And how did the conversation go when you wanted to record an album? Okay, so we've been in various programs for years out here. We're in the Bay Area, we're in Oakland, California. And so, you know, we live in such a hub of music that Throughout our lives, we wrote little things, you know, kind of fiddled and diddly-daddled along <laughs> in the songwriting kind of field. And then we were in the program Oaktown Jazz out here, which is a jazz program, and it helps um, keep jazz alive in our young musicians in the community. And so I'd say when we got into that program, we really started to get heavy in our writing, like lyrically, and then COVID hit. And then, you okay. know, we're in a house together during COVID. All we can do is write and play. And so the entire album, except for Breaking Out, the full song was written during COVID within like a three month time span. And then it, the beginning of COVID. And then um, we have no experience recording. We were like, we don't know where to go. And so we started recording the album last year and we finished around this March. And so- okay. It's been a, an amazing process of just writing together, collaborating together, learning each other as artists. Because I, I like to say we're three individual artists within a band. So we have a collective sound, but we also have kind of like, you can kind of hear who kind of writes what and lyrically. And, you know, mm. if it's a more bassy song, then, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, 
So who, if you could describe like your individual sounds, like each of you. Okay. Like, like favorite artists? Or just, cause she's, she was saying that like, you guys have your own indistinct styles and you're all three separate artists. Well, so I think, I think cause we all listen to different music. Like we're all, it's kind of like you're getting the best of every world. Cause like we're bringing all these different singers, all these different musicians into one. So even when we perform, like not even just songwriting, when we perform, we're trying to like emulate like our own, our own favorite artists and stuff. For like an example, like, I, I love Stevie Wonder. I am a Stevie head. I could listen to Stevie and only Stevie until yes, I, <laughs> you know, yes. and, and I'm also big into Esperanza Spalding and Jacob Collier. And then Memphis is like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I hear it. I hear it. Like literally when I was listening to the album, I was like, okay, it's giving Esperanza Spalding. Like, oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Especially. Wait, because where you taking it? Like, okay. So there's a song um, on F-O-Y-E. Is that you? Like, who's singing out like aside from your brother's part like the main like female vocal part that is me okay cool because yeah <laughs> it was giving that it was also like um i i heard like willow smith a bit like oh, i feel like she I would really dig willow. you guys yeah. i love willow so she's okay amazing artist musician and so you'll hear a lot of that influence in my writing and how i structure my chord patterns like music the way is very heavily stevie kind of grass and greener lyrically, I want to mirror Esperanza spotting. And then you mm. have like Memphis's artists. <laughs> okay, um, my artist, I would say Tina Marie. I love Tina Marie. She's my favorite singer. Um, I would listen to a lot of fusion and jazz, like Weather Report, which is Jaco Pastorius, Wayne Shorter, uh, Jeff Lorber Fusion, um, Gretchen Parlato. I really love a lot of experimental grooves and stuff like that, like you're hearing with Kendrick Scott's playing in. So, like, Tina Marie is big with her. She grew up belting. Tina. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Oh, man. This is just so incredible to hear. Okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> yeah, my, my, favorite, my favorite artist is The Weeknd, um, but I listen to a little bit of everything. I listen to uh, Chris Stapleton. I listen to Michael Jackson. I listen to singers from the 70s to <laughs> artists from today so i mean yeah it's, it's a little bit of everything yes yes we are okay. we are big on 70s earth wind and fire earth wind okay fire. we have to acknowledge that's amazing ah oh, i keep saying that sorry i need to find another <laughs> adjective Thanks. but like man no it's so refreshing to hear and i mean it just like natural segue how did you even get hit to all of those different artists being so young our parents, <laughs> okay. our parents from a very young age exposed us to all different kinds of music between gospel, rap, hip hop, you know, we had a lot of jazz, a lot of classical. And so we were never, I would say, sheltered in the sense of like, this is the music you should listen to. You know, we, we, we were privileged to listen and to experience all kinds of music. And so, and then between that, playing around a lot of musicians, they'll put you, that's you know an amazing part of being a musician is they have amazing taste generally and so it's like oh what's that song you played or like oh play this you guys should sing this and then we did a lot last summer at a, at a record store a local record store open my music we played and we bust out there and the owners henry and monica just had great song suggestions and just putting us on to just constant music that we can add to our gigs which also in in return influenced our sound and so a lot okay. of old stuff we listen to. Okay, and you were saying, sorry, I kind of cut out a bit, but I was wondering if you said that your parents were musicians? 
No, they just exposed oh. us to a lot of music. Our mom's a singer. Mom She'll say she can't sing, but she can sing. She can sing. Quiet as it's kept. <laughs> That's so cool. So um, when did you know that music was like super important to each of you? Is this something that you like see yourself continuously pursuing in the future? So I think we all have formed different relationships with music. So Memphis, okay. we want to talk about women. <laughs> 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 okay, um, um, I would say that music really important to me was probably when we did start our band. I just realized like the importance and the value of it and how it brings people together. Like I love playing music with my siblings and it just is another way for us to connect and to keep building our relationships together. And it just brings us closer in my opinion. But I, I love, I love playing music. I would love to keep making music yeah. as long as possible with yeah. them or whoever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll go. Um, music for me as I can see it being my career. I love music. I love working for artists, working with artists, producing, writing, all of that, playing it. And so I feel like us being siblings, we've learned each other and we and we've learned and kind of locked how to work together, how to collaborate, but also give people creative control over their work. And so interesting fact is a lot of the songs in the album has a soul writer. So Fly mm. Matthias is the soul writer for that. He did the bass. Oh my he did gosh. The and then <laughs> That's the Fly is the one. Fly is the one. Oh my gosh. He he's the one that surprised us. Cause during the writing process, we had more than eight songs, right? Um, mm -hmm. but we ended up only going with eight for this project because we felt like that was more of a fit. And so I was okay. always just pushing, like I I'd have a song and I put it out and let people just eat, eat, eat. Memphis have a song, put it out. And Matthias would be like, I have a song. And we'd be like, do you know? Cause you never, you never show anybody. And then he came one rehearsal and he had it all, like the whole package. <laughs> and we were like, okay, okay, this is the one. This is the one. <laughs> the thing about me was I, I, I don't like coming like with non-complete songs. Yeah. So basically I just come in with a complete song. So just like from okay. top to bottom, lyrics, music. Right. And, and then, then just build off of that. Right. Yeah. And so then Man. he'll come in and then we'll collaborate. So like all the end stuff, like the, I feel like, and the, oh, I'll come in and put that on. But then, like, okay. at the end of the day, we allow him to make those decisions of, oh, I want that. Or I don't want to move in that direction. And so for every song on the album, like, I think Memphis did all the instrumentals. She did both, et cetera, part one and two. Uh, I did um, the instrumental violin to Breaking Out, Grass and Greeners of the Way. Memphis wrote Breaking Out at nine. She wrote Breaking Out at nine. <laughs> <laughs> So what was on your heart at that time? Like <laughs> you were nine years old. Breaking out. When she when she first wrote breaking out, she had a, a, a name for it. I think it was called like homecoming. Yeah, it, it was, was like, like, like she had like, a rap for breaking out. Was no, <laughs> no, that's a lie. She can rap. rap. She had a rap for breaking out. We used to do it live. I cannot rap. And so she brought breaking out. We all kind of collaborated. That was the original name for the album. Would be breaking out. Okay. So that was you know that's the that's kind of like the first piece we had to this project. And so like. When it comes to creatively, I think to answer your question, I see us doing music in, and even if it evolves in the future as we all take on individual pursuits, I feel like for us, the best part of it is just playing and recording. 
and and being a band together and if that takes us somewhere great but if it doesn't we have it you know and like we can give it to whoever's around us so yeah and I hear that I think that's really what it was like when I was hearing the album for the first time and I just fell in love with it I was just like I just know that they're having so much fun. <laughs> like I can literally hear the joy in it. And that, that resonated with me. It wasn't even so much of just like, okay, yes, it is super high level. And I can hear you all's influence of like these incredible like giants in it. Right. And your execution of it is incredible. And also just like, I think it's also the, uh, what is the gravity of like the lyrics and breaking out and even in grass ain't greener, like grass isn't greener. Um, but I'm like, man, this is like, it really was the feeling of, I know that they are just experimenting and they're doing everything that they want to do right now. Like there's just nothing holding them back and it just felt very fearless and so free. And so it's just like such a, a gift. Like genuinely when I hear it, it just makes me feel so good hearing the album. And when I was, um, I don't know, DMing one ago, was it you, Micaiah? It was probably me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was, okay, cool, cool, cool. Cause I was like, Man, for you to tell me how young, I guess now Memphis was nine years old writing that song. Like, are you into poetry? Like, do you write poetry or how, what is, like, how did you even write that? It's <laughs> honestly so cool. kind of funny because I do not like creative writing at all. <laughs> like, that's the only song I've ever written with lyrics because I was like, this is it, I'm done. Because I just didn't like it that much. I think it was like 30 minutes, Matthias was like, we're both going to sit here, we're going to write a song. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of like, I kind of like wanted to put her in a pro like, kind of speed up her little process. <laughs> she was like writing like one, one line, line and then week. like I was like Memphis, just take thirty minutes and right. just like, like <laughs> just so write. So she kind of just built, she built, you know, the song apart, you know, just off that thirty minutes. But okay, yeah, I, I don't like really. Like, I'll throw my word in like there, I like every mm -hmm. now and then, but I'm not really like a lyricist like them two. Okay. I think Memphis okay. has a great gift. I think, I think, I think she's <laughs> and we're gonna, she's we're gonna unlock it more and more slowly over time. You know, let it cook and simmer a little, and then yeah. it'll pop out. <laughs> I'm glad that y'all are, because I was like, you know, have to talk to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, no, don't try to do that, because you have it. Yeah, right. you do. Yeah. Um, but no, that is. And I, I'm just speechless. I just find it to be so incredible, and also it feels. When I think of family bands, you know, like you had like the Silvers, the Jacksons. Yes. And so it's just interesting that I'm like, okay, cool. Like there's another one in, happening in this generation. They're just not, I don't see people playing instruments, any, instruments anymore, writing their own songs. Right. And um, yeah, like, it's just not a thing. Do you all have like favorite family bands or anything like that? Ooh. Like, I don't know. I feel like I love I love the Doobie Brothers. I love the I, I don't know if they're all like related related, but I do think like several of them are actually like you know brothers. Um, is the I don't think the Bee Gees is a is, are they no, no. The, Jets. The, Jets. the Jets the Jets the Jets are a good family band mm. that we love we listen to. Um, there's a local family Isley band. Brothers. Um, the Isley Brothers, yes, and there's actually a local family band called the Curtis Family. They are so great. They are like like really like 70s kind of thing. We love them. Um, but we listen to a lot of just music. <laughs> I love Stevie and I will preach Stevie until I die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is, I, I, I think for 
me in writing, it's about making music that I don't feel like I made. Like, and it's a weird process. I want to be able to remove myself when I write. And so if I write a song and I'm like, it this just feels like I wrote it, I just toss it. But if I write a mm. song, it's like, this is something that Stevie would do. Like, okay, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what would Stevie do? Like, tell me that that theory. Okay, the theory behind, so for me, when I write, it's all about a good hook. If I have a good opening line and a good hook, that's all that matters. And I feel like Stevie has like a million amazing hooks. They just get stuck in your head, like, and even though you don't believe that they do things, so, like, it's just the movement and just, I don't know. Stevie's music just makes you feel alive. And I, yes. music, I want people to feel alive in all, like, in all emotions, in sadness, in, 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 in happiness, and in, in anger. I want them to feel present in whatever they're feeling emotionally. And so mm -hmm. I feel like music can help you do that and achieve that in a way that words maybe can't or visuals maybe can't. And so, yeah, just Stevie, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I hear you down because I <laughs> love Stevie. And um, I've talked about Stevie in probably like every interview because it just keeps coming back to that because I feel like the core of his music is very jazz, like yes. just like his core progressions. And um, even when I had an interview with Flower Child, he talked about two, five, one chord progressions and this stuff yes. that makes it sound so like, mm. but I didn't even know the science <laughs> behind it. I just knew that like, I felt like I was flying when I'm listening right. to it. Um, yeah. So that's so incredible to hear and like, just really dope how you broke that down. Is there anything that, um, any like favorite memories that you have during like the recording process of Is It The Way? And also, why did you name it that song? Okay. Okay. It was actually supposed to be called Breaking Out. Yeah, we yeah know. it was supposed to be called Breaking Out. Okay. It was supposed to be Breaking Out. We switched it to Is It The Way because we felt like the name was more fitting for after we finished the entire process, what our journey had been. Just, is it this door? Is it, can we record it this way? Okay, are we recording it at this time period? Like, there's so many questions and there's so many doors that have been opened and shut in our journey um, that have brought us to here, where we're at now. And so we feel like, you know, that'll constantly be a question as we go along. We'll never have the answer, but we'll always have each other. And so we can always ask the question and come to the conclusion together when we get there. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> well, that's it. Wow. Yeah, that is beautiful. Because I wondered if it was because of the way that the song sounded or just like how you came to that name for the album. Um, and that is your single, right? Or did you guys pick out a single? That, we, we, we were supposed to, but right. it didn't end up happening this go around. Okay, I'll tell you what, well, which one it should be. be. There'll, there'll be a single. Yeah, be a single. <laughs> okay, okay. No, I was saying that um, I'll tell you guys which one it should be. It should be yeah. Fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the single, man. I, okay, favorite moments recording the place. Go. Our favorite moment, my, fa my favorite moment was um, basically when we were going to uh, the studio the beginning of making the album there was like this really small driveway that we had to park behind like the studio and every day our car would be too big to park in it so we'd have the uh, we'd have our uh, studio engineer uh, david signs he would come and he would maneuver like easily whereas both of my parents they couldn't like quite maneuver it going down the uh going down like the ramp so yeah that was probably every my day, day. Every, day car. For every day for like, for, like 10 days we would just Get the, get the hey, car David. Hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> My favorite 
moments were probably the after, like the after parts. Like we took a, we started editing and then we took a little break because we were re performing, but we got back in, what was it, Jan February? January. January, February. And it was like going to David's house every day. We were adding harmonies, Micaiah. We were taking naps there. Like <laughs> it was honestly so fun and it was such an enjoyable process because I think that's when the album really came to be what it was. Like, yeah, yeah. I would wake up, I'd be like, this wasn't in the song when I fell asleep. <laughs> Makai would be at the mic for hours. We were out there late nights. Um, yeah. Just that's probably my favorite part too. So we we booked the studio for the first half of the album, like to get all this stuff in there. And then during our break, we had so many creative ideas that David, our engineer, was just like, guys, let's just record the rest at our home at his home studio. And so his family would open up their home for us for like 10 hour days, 12 hour days. And we'd be in his garage. And he was so patient because I would come with so many ideas. And I'd be like, David, this is how, the, like we did so much changing. We did. If you could hear the demos for this album. No. no, 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 no. Please. Don't tempt me, I'll ask. We buried them because the songs, they mean some like Memphis Grass and Greener. She recorded that last year, like last February, came back this February and just redid everything. We added right. all the Grass and Greener vocals in like two hours in no, his in his garage. Yeah, the, only, the only thing that stayed the same with Grass and Greener was the piano and the, the piano. Piano. But every, everything else was new. Yeah. So like same with like Fly and Head Games. Those right. weren't the original drums <laughs> at all. Fly and Head Games. You don't need to talk shoes. about the original. <laughs> if you could see Fly, I'm imagining. Did it come together? The, the, like the drums. The drums on 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 Head Games and Fly. They they didn't quite. quite. We, there was so many ideas going on that didn't originally quite work together. Right. So we ended up saving it at in that period that they're talking about. So I'm just okay. Yeah. That was that. That was the money period yeah. where we all like we're like okay now we actually have to like yeah. put all our ideas, put like, ideas cohesively. And, and I think we learned so much this process as well as what's realistic in a recording environment. You know how to make your songs translate from live to recording. Cause like, mm. you know, it's break, everything that's tracked is live. Everything, the vocals, piano, drums, nothing is electronic except for like the MIDI keyboards or like the extra synth and processing. But for us, we're so used to live arrangements and live feelings that, you know, we were like playing and tracking, okay, what yeah, is this? you know, <laughs> my little drum. And then we get to singing and we're like, whoa, like everything's that's so much faster. And it's like, mm. you know, realistically, how to track together and work together. Um, <laughs> we, we learned a lot of, <laughs> so. That's incredible, bro. Like, I'm just thinking about even hearing it live. I, cause I could hear it. I mean, I knew that all the instruments were live. You can feel it, you can hear it. And it's so refreshing. Just, you know, everything is so electronic right now. Right. Um, and yeah, I'm like, man, this is, an incredible album recorded, but I know that it's not meant to be experienced just like as a uh, MP3. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and do you all like performing together? Yes. yes. Nice. What are like, um, what's been a really good performance for you all like so far? So, <laughs> so, yeah. So more recently we did Yoshi's, which is a big performance with you here in the Bay, pretty historic. We saw Esperanza spotting there in January with Fred Hirsch um, for their wow. most recent project. Uh, we more recently saw Shantae Moore there. Um, so like a, a lot of great names have been on the stage. And so we booked it. 
and we were so nervous we had never like had to sell out a venue before and like we sold out 20 minutes into our sound check and we were like oh thank goodness and we had, so yeah, we had actually eight people we, we had eight, eight over eight, eight over the sellout yeah eight over the limit and so playing our our live music there was just such an amazing experience just to feel that energy coming back for people who had never heard it for people who have heard it over the past year because we couldn't help playing it you know we had to play it before it was released um <laughs> and so i think i think for me i i prefer playing it live than recording that's just I, me i prefer I love yeah because I, I feel like most most newer artists they start their work in the studio so when they come to live performing, it's like a, a huge thing to them. Uh, but I think since we've gone started with live performing, right. <laughs> it's just like live performing is always going to be number one because we've been doing it for so long. And the yeah. arrangements can be different. You can do so much more. Like we can mm -hmm. go in from Michael Jackson into this and to like mix the songs together. And so, yeah. And we just, just, we just mix, we just spend time building set lists. We mix our original songs with uh, great classics or some songs we really like. So yeah, it's a really fun creative process. Okay, so what did you guys- dropping. Oh yeah, you did? Okay, cool. I'm glad that you're plugging that. Um, <laughs> when is it coming out? When is the documentary coming Our documentary out? is dropping Friday in two parts. So it's like the lead up to Yoshi's behind the scenes and then the actual performance, which I'm so excited for people to see. And there's like, we played some unreleased music in there as well. Like the opening song for that is unreleased. And then, like, the song Before Fly is unreleased. After Fly, After Fly is unreleased. <laughs> and so, super excited for people to hear that before we begin recording that and, like, putting that out as well. So. Yes, because it's coming in two parts, right? Is it the way it's... Yes. This is just volume one. This is just volume one. <laughs> okay. And everything is already recorded, or did you record everything at once and you're just, like, split it down the middle? Well, we, we have... We have we know the songs. They're already written. We just have to go in and record them. Oh, okay. Okay. Volume two, yeah. Is it like an exciting process or? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm more excited for volume two than volume yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. So I think, I think we're going to see a major jump in volume two. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, literally the last song was like an earthquake. It was like, okay, like what is about to happen? <laughs> and the last song is like leading into the first song of volume two. Okay. Yes. Cause the transitions are so good in this album. I mean, I really wouldn't expect anything else. Like we're so glad you did that. Man, no, like the prelude to breaking out into breaking out was seamless. And then like how the end of breaking out kind of has like this old radio and then it gets into like the doo-wop of like, is it the way? And I was like, <laughs> I really understood the whole world you guys are building. Um and yeah, head games is so fun. I'm like looking at the track list right now because I kind of just want to like talk through them because some people, they might not actually listen to this. Um, right. They might not have heard it. They might just like be like, okay, who are they? Da, da, da. Right. Um, but anyways, let's like go check by check. So prelude to breaking out strings is giving classical. Can we talk about where the inspiration behind that came from? So <laughs> I really no, uh, wanted a prelude. I'm not saying I did. I did. No, it is. It is. It's on no, her. I wasn't gonna say I did anything. I was gonna say yeah, I came up with a title. She I did. A yeah, she did. She was like, what I Memphis got this. did though was wait this. an entire week. Memphis waited a week. I asked her before we went to the studio, "Do you want a prelude so I could start working on it?" I don't really know. We're the night before. We have the violinist come in to record the parts, and she's like. 
I think I want a prelude. And he was like, really? So I was up all night. Um, I, I, I wrote down all these parts and we had an amazing violinist, Hannah Glass, just so amazing. Um, she came in and recorded all the parts, all of them. Wow. Uh, and then Matthias came in on the double bass, the stand up and recorded like the low end. And then, so that was like a good four or five hour session of her just recording those parts over and over. And then we waited a year. And then this year I was like, it needs vocals, you know, like to kind of help widen like the scope of the song. And so we had those vocals and we added them in, in his basement. And then, so yeah, Memphis had the amazing idea to do like an intro to that. And I really want to get into film scoring. And so for me, it was like, yes, like, yes. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was kind of the story behind that. <laughs> okay. I'm so happy to hear that you want to get into scoring. Cause look, I also didn't say this. So the very first time that I heard the album, I, of course, couldn't keep it to myself. I posted about it, but then I was headed to an Alicia Keys concert the exact same day. Ooh. And so me and my, I went with my auntie and my little cousin and I was playing it for them when we were headed there. And they're like, what, this is crazy. <laughs> then when I came home, I like sat down with my dad and I was like, no, we need to sit down and listen to this whole album together. Um, and he said that you, Def definitely like whoever was composing or arranging it or like if it was all of you guys like something needs to happen with film scoring and doing things for movies because I hear it too like it's just very it's visual like I see it I feel like like and that it's is just gorgeous that is what mm -hmm. I, I, want, to I score want to score for, for <laughs> <laughs> any movie for me is happy but I would love to get into just scoring just just I love emotions I love I love if you walk know. into her room at night, you'll hear a score playing. Whether it's Seriously? Like okay, wait, what's a really like good... Sorry, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just wondering, like, what um, is your favorite film score? Ooh, so I have, I, I have so many. I, I love a good horror movie score. I think mm. Michael Abels is, a, is an African-American composer who does the, the soundtracks for Jordan Peele. And so if you listen to a lot of them, just how he came up with them is really interesting. Um, I love the How to Train Your Dragon score by John Powell. Listen, hear me out. I know. But it's so well constructed. Like, I think he, he was nominated for several Emmys for that. So I love the Jurassic, you know, we love the Jurassic. The, I like recognizable themes, you know, Marvel, all that's great. But I'm really big into like the horror sounds and Mark Corbin and like, you know, just this, this, like they're, they get a little scared walking in my room. No, like, like <laughs> you walk in, you walk in, it's like, ur, ur, ur. like what are you doing? She's like, yes. Like. Uh, yeah, that's like, yeah, like, yeah. like, but man, I think for that, it was that. And I think what really brought everything together for that track was the mastering. We were so mm -hmm. grateful. We had Michael Romanowski, amazing mastering engineer, very well known in the industry. He took on our project and we had the privilege of going to his house while he was mastering it. And he has like this whole setup. And I think in that moment, the album turned from tracks into like a project. Just how he was able to like get the volumes right and like, Am I going worse? Whoa. <laughs> uh, get the volumes right. And um, the transitions, like the transition from breaking out to the prelude to breaking out, which is so important for for me to be right. And he just got it right. Like it just, mm. 
he just nailed it. So it's such a, just amazing to have him on the project. I agree. He did nail it because going into Breaking Out, you said, yeah, you wrote it. Memphis wrote it at nine years old. Um, and that song, I think what I noticed like early on was just like the the choices for the chord progressions. And so how did that come to be like the production part of it? The chord choices, honestly, that's really interesting because those weren't my original chord <laughs> changes. <laughs> I think instead of, uh, it was going to, I think my bass line went down instead of going up, and my bass was like, "No, this is like bad. Like go up." I never said that. I think he kind of just gave me a look and was like, "Do." He kind of like took the um the jaws and it sounds like jaws, honestly, because it's like jaws. And so. Matthias made that executive decision to like move it up. So to get the song more movement and like a boom, 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 boom. And then, so that was Matthias. That was Matthias. That was nice. not me at all. <laughs> but Memphis, Memphis did like everything else. From, like the drums. The drums. The verses. <laughs> the verse. Like she doesn't give herself enough props, but like she musically is amazing. Like her mind oh, and how she you. puts stuff together. Yes. And so, yeah. She's thank you great. so much. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> so how did that um yeah the chord chain and you said writing and i'm not a musician but i'm just wondering were you guys like actually like writing these songs down or was it like oh we remember and we recorded so much well her, i think it depends sometimes we just know it and she'll like be like i don't need to like record it because what, what's the thing you always used to tell me? So if she, if she they can't to, remember it by the morning, it wasn't worth it. it like, worth it. if I can't wake up singing my own hook, then I'm not moving forward with that. And so, like, for all these songs, we woke up and it was like, it's yeah. still there. It's still there. Let's, and, like, over time, you know, obviously there's been, like, evolved, like, it's evolved and it's, like, developed more. But there's always been that core idea that's always stuck. Like, or there's the hook or it's the what's that. You know, like those things, they stick with you and then you wake up singing them or you're up at three in the morning. You're like, oh, that's the other part. Like, you know, just that's kind of how the process goes. But for recording purposes, when we got into the studio, we did end up writing a lot of this out. Like I have the sheet music for the prelude for like the guitar charts. So we brought the guitarist in like, you know, that's where more of the writing will come in. But yeah, in general, we just bring an idea and everybody kind of just is on their instrument doing their own thing to it. <laughs> okay. And it comes to be, but yeah. Okay, okay. And then is it the way? Was that different in its process? Or like, do each of these songs kind of have their own story? So is it the way? We were actually, fun story, we were not, we were misplaced from our home in January. So like beginning of COVID, we did not have a house. <laughs> we, we, were, we were couch hopping and like, it was, <laughs> it was, <laughs> like we were laughing about it, but it was really rough. And so Man. Our house, like, the we had some issues flooded. with it flooded like oh no all the bathrooms, bathrooms flooded. flooded so we had no bathrooms and so we were like okay we're out of our house for six months and i have this big huge keyboard and so i was in a rental one night and i was um i had it plugged in and i was just i was i wasn't even listening to stevie like i was not on a i was like on a stevie break when i wrote <laughs> yeah, the song she, yeah, we put crazy. on stevie break put me on everything, 
everything she sung like before like the months before everything was sounding like stevie so we were like all right we need to like <laughs> so i pulled back like, purposely like just to give myself a break and discover kind of my own sound as an artist mm. and i was up and i was just thinking of the storyline like you know how a man will sometimes cheat on a woman and like they don't understand they can't see the gravity of what they've done and i was like what if i flip that you know, just so like it, cause it always feels more exaggerated when it's coming from the other perspective. And so I was like, mm. this song is kind of like a girl and a guy kind of knows what she's doing, but like, he doesn't want to leave her cause he loves her. And she's like, you know who I am. Like, why won't you just go? Like I'm showing you who I am again and again and again. And you're just allowing me to do these things to you. And so really heavy concept. And I was like, you know what? Let me just make some Stevie. <laughs> and so I, <laughs> I snuck, I snuck a little Stevie and I kind of just came up with the piano. And then a week later, I came up with the bass line. And then a week later, Memphis kind of got on the drums. And then we kind of had probably this my favorite part of Is It The Way is that drum intro. Where it was like the dun 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 It's just really like recognizable, I right. think, honestly. Like, and it was, yeah. You did your thing. It was super important for her to have that intro too, because I feel like like we have a bass intro song, we have grass and greener, so we need like a drum intro. And so that was her, and it was it was originally longer, but our engineer's wife was like, it's kind of long. <laughs> we kind of like, you know, cut it short. And that's why we were so grateful to have that feedback during this entire process of everybody saying like kind of what they thought to help us put a project out that not only that we were able to resonate with, but the people were able to resonate with as well. And so mm-hmm. that was super important. And then the ooh Ooh, Memphis is so mad at me because the last day, the last day, not her face though. Oh yeah, she got, she got, she got a shot. I'm kind of salty about that. Like, so Matthias and I, we had one song left. Was this finishing up fly? Oh yeah, yeah they left. No, 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 no. First like, of all, they left without me for the last day. I was like, all right, I'm already kind of mad was about sleeping. That. She slept. She was knocked out. And if you wake up the drummer, they're very grumpy. So <laughs> we want to let the drummer sleep. And so Matthias and I had gone to the engineer's house for the last day, finishing all the mixes. And I started Is It The Way just to like tweak the timing of it. We wanted to speed it up. And then my engineer and I were like, can you hear that? And we're like, ooh, whoop. <laughs> on the course, ooh, whoop, ooh, whoop. And so we put on a mic, recorded it in an hour. I took the bounce home and I played it for Memphis. No, you didn't play it. <laughs> I was cleaning and she sent me the bounces. I was like, oh, cool, final bounces. We get to is it the way I'm sweeping up here is ooh I'm like oh, what's that ooh I was like wait a minute so I run straight to Makai's or I'm banging like she's banging wrong with you and so I think that's the most fun about this project is that we have the space to kind of just surprise ourselves and just mm-hmm. boom throw it in there and see what happens so that's is the way that's is the way. <laughs> And the, yeah, because when you were talking about the the lyrical content, I was like, man, this is like super mature. And it reminds me of kind of how people were saying like um, Michael Jackson with um, how he, when he was so little singing like, who's loving you? And like right? all these very <laughs> mature like uh, content. And um, it just, yeah, I, I thought that that was so interesting. And it's a credit to your songwriting that, yeah, it came across that it didn't come off inauthentic. <laughs> Um, number four, head games. So I love this one. It feels very like beachy and like West Coast funk. So speak to it. 
Well, that's that's all. That's basically. I, I wanted to make something that was that was fun. Um, the lyrics aren't really like really deep or anything. I just wanted it to be like a simple song that people could just listen to and enjoy both vocally and musically. Musically, because they got the harmonies in there, then they got all the guitar, the old school funk elements, the guitar, the drums, uh, a whole bunch of different types of synths, piano. Um, everything it has everything so yeah okay yeah no it's really fun and I, and, I, and like i know that you all uh consider yourself a very eclectic soul, soul band. Sound, yeah 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 say it you say it eclectic soulful sound experience yes yes all of that and that's why i was like man the versatility like just very multifaceted because yeah. mm -hmm. Oh, I was gonna say, and I feel like that's also one of the reasons why it was named "Is It the Way?" Because we just wanted to like give people a different variety of songs. We have a ballad, we have like a soul song, we have like a funk song, we have like a love song, we have like a a, 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 a classical like classical, a classical like yeah yeah. So it's like yeah, a, a fusion. A fusion, yes. And what Matthias is not telling you about head games is that that song, he had. There's so many layers. If oh you can open the session, like open you know how Jacob, Jacob opens sessions and like it's like, oh, this is how I did this over here and like that. Like Matthias should do that with the song because there's so many little things that he was so adamant about having in there. I'd be like, bro, do we need this? And he'd be like, yes. <laughs> and like obviously at the end of the day, it needed all of it because it all mm -hmm. came together so well. He made the executive decision, second was the second day of the studio to switch her drum line. We had practiced for months a completely different drum line. And we got there and he was like, no, it needs something else. <laughs> we were like, yeah, I was kind of the, uh, the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it all worked out. It all worked out. It all worked yeah, out. Just we like, open a can of soda when he says, Sprite. Can you dumb uh, have a Sprite? The pressure when I opened that can of soda was honestly kind of crazy. They were like, you didn't <laughs> open it right. You didn't open it right. So I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> also, we didn't open a can of Sprite. We opened a, a Coke. So he opened, he's a fraud. <laughs> that was, he that was supposed Coke. to be a sealed story. <laughs> That was supposed to be a sealed story. We were we were doing so good. We were like 15 months in and that never that's the we never, never hear it. And then he didn't open a sprite. He opened a coke. It took so. it took it took like probably two cans. Two, two cans, cans of coke. The first one she was a little yeah. early. I was like, you opened it too early. How do so you we, open So then we got another I bought we bought another one just for her to do it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Mike, I, I have to listen to it again way closer because I'm like, okay, Foley, like getting right, into yeah, all okay, of that. <laughs> Homemade yeah. Foley. <laughs> um, and then getting into a complete like vibe shift going left into Grass Ain't Greener, but in the best way. Like that song sat me down. Oh. Like, <laughs> like the, the lyrics the the feeling behind it it's written and like it sounds like a standard like you know how like back in the in back in the day when there would be um one day in your life right by uh, like michael jackson did it the i don't know maybe the carpenters did it too but like everybody sang that one song like i feel like that's a song that like so many people could cover like layla hathaway i would love to hear her voice on that like oh, it would be incredible that would be amazing like but yeah just get into the process like it's just beautifully written and it's like it's literally evergreen like because everybody 
can understand that experience of comparison and how it kills and even um you know getting to the end of getting everything that you wanted and is it worth it you know right. like it makes so much sense <laughs> so yeah i did not want to be on the album actually when i first wrote it i right. so I, I can be very perfectionist at times and very picky about my work. And so I wrote this song like 30 minutes and I, mm. I wrote it at like three in the morning. I woke up and we have been talking about something at dinner, a situation that we were like, oh yeah, like, you know, just learning to enjoy little moments in life instead of focusing on the big, cause you'll miss out on what could be the big if you, if you make it like, you know, making little moments in your day big. And so I wrote it and I was like, it was just, it just happened, you know? And then I was like, I don't want to sing it. And then I was in practice one day and I forced Memphis to sing it. I'll never forget that rehearsal because Memphis opened her mouth and I was like, it's going on the project. That's funny that she says that she was going to sing it. She just didn't want to lower the key. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. She's trying to to my laziness. It's not that. Um, <laughs> She had a voice and she opened her mouth and my mom will tell you, she'll, we'll talk about this take. Second take that we did of this in the studio, we hated it. Hated it. But the raw motion because our engineer had like, oh, just do a practice take. And he I had just it. woken up. I was like, I was taking a nap. I was enjoying it. I wasn't really even happy to be recording. My mom, you hear her yelling in the room. Day two What's recording. That's the recording. <laughs> That we all realized, like, this is Memphis' Adele song. Like, this is just that song that mm. she can sing. And so she just delivers it. Look, she'll talk, she'll tell you. Day two. No. <laughs> day two. Do not listen to day two. <laughs> no, we won't listen to it for Memphis' sake. No. Uh, and we ended up recording it so she felt comfortable with the vocals that she's putting out into the world. But for me, I um I really want the song to be open. To, to feel open with all the vocals, all that. We had so much fun adding those vocals. I was literally just like putting a line down, putting a second line down, putting a third one. And so I think we've all grown to love this song, but, and I think it's taught me that your work doesn't have to like take you through this ridiculous journey to be worth something. Like, you know, you can do something and it can come easily to you. It can come hard to you, but being proud of whatever you put out is what's most important no matter how that came to be. And so I feel like that's what I learned through writing Grassy and Greener is like, it'll touch somebody, it'll help somebody through their through their, through their experiences and their journey. And that, that's what was most important to me. Mm -hmm. And that is, I'm learning that too. Like, that's a beautiful sentiment. Like it doesn't have to be hard. Like it can come easy right. and it doesn't make it any less valuable. If anything, it's just like, it feels, that much more like a gift right. like here <laughs> it is like you just be the vessel to put this out like it's just right. as easy as it, it comes in in that way um and i didn't even know that it was memphis's voice so like could we get some differentiation on like who's singing what because right. i guess i don't know whose voice sounds like what because i haven't like seen you all live yeah. right. but um so it's memphis singing on grass memphis and is singing yes, grass and greener Memphis sings so grass beautiful. And, she leads Grass and Greener. All the backing vocals is a mixture of like mostly all of us. Mm -hmm. uh, Memphis sings the first verse of Breaking Out. No, I don't. No, you sing the first oh, verse okay. of Breaking Out. I'm, so wrong. I'm sorry. Misinformation. I sing at the end of the second verse, like that. That she, let it come from us. That part. She sings. She sings the bridge of head games. Yes, that's Memphis. That's, that's Memphis. Um, 
I think Fly with Matthias, let's just be Matthias. Is it the way is, is it the way is me and, and their backing vocals? Yeah. And Matthias sings the verse, second verse. Okay. So kind of like a mixture. We just kind of threw wherever we, whatever key fit, we just do a voice. It thing. works out because y'all can all sing. Like, I bet that was just like made it so easy. <laughs> Everybody can hold the tune. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, number six, Fly. I mean, I feel like we talked about it, but fly, if there's anything fly, else. Fly, fly. <laughs> I don't know. I just wrote it about. Uh, I just TikTok inspired me to write that. Yeah, TikTok inspired me to write that. Yeah, TikTok. <laughs> Dive a little deeper. <laughs> I don't know. It was just. I, I think it was like some random. It was a random video. Okay. And um, I forget what the I forget since it was three years ago. I forget what the exact video was, but it was something that like sparked the idea of okay, I gotta write 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 this. Mm-hmm. So, so honestly, okay, I'll tell you something. It was probably, about it was probably, hmm, it was probably like, what would you say to like pick up somebody, like, I, like, oh, like relationship, like pick up lines, like what, what would you say to pick up somebody? Fly I, was like, I feel like you're everything. So I mean, like, fly is a wrist song. It is because man, that song is so sweet. Like I really like the lyrics in it, and it, I love how. Of course, the ending, like how it just like goes into this other dimension. But like, I love that song because even just the, what is it? Kind of like the slang of it. Like, I feel like you're everything. Like that's something that I feel like our generation understands. Like the, to call somebody like you're everything. Like, right. girl, you're everything. That outfit is everything, it's but like everything. in a romantic sense, yeah. <laughs> so, and then there's three different guitarists on that song. So like, there's oh. like, he, he really went all out with the production of it. Like, for his two songs, so Head Games and Fly, he was maniacal about those songs. Like, every <laughs> element that was added, even if it was, like, a bar that we used, it was being used. Like, everything, like, was being used, recycled. <laughs> so, basically, originally, before we came back to finish the songs, like I said, where we all had to, like, put our attention and stuff, it was just basically, like, a whole bunch of scattered puzzle pieces. So, I had to figure out a place for everything and... I feel like we all had to just for each of our songs figure out a place for everything and make it all fit in like a cohesive manner. And so yeah. Okay. He's yeah. mastermind at putting together puzzles. <laughs> this guy yeah. puts puzzles together. Do I really know? <laughs> yeah. Do I really need to get a <laughs> I love the feeling of that song. Like it feels like um it's just like a breeze like rushes into the room. Like it just like shifts everything when you play it. Like so great job. Great job. Um, and then etc. This jam session, we don't get enough of those. So how did that? How did that came to be? Okay, so etc. Funny thing about that song is I wrote the piano and Makaya wrote the drums. <laughs> so we swapped instruments. We swapped instruments for that song, and I came up with the name. I don't remember what it was supposed to be called. I was like blah 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 etc. We're just gonna write that down. I was like, yo, that's a great name. Makaya wrote etc. for the song because it was just there. So I was like, yo, that's a song name. That's I, song really, name. I thought she was being intentional about it. I was like, yo, that's great. <laughs> Another thing that people don't know about Etc. is that I didn't actually play the drums on part on the first part of Etc. Uh, hmm. Another drummer named Leo Warnick, he came over to our house to jam. Leo's great. Leo's a great Leo. drummer. He's a Bay Area drummer. And he came over to our house to jam. And I was like, yo, how would you play Etc.? And so he gets on, he plays a song. I'm like, I can't even play the song anymore. Like, you need to play it. So he comes to High Street, we record it. I recorded, et cetera, part two, but 
etc. Originally had a bunch of different solos, <laughs> no synth. It was just piano, like none of that, no guitar. It was really, really bare, really, like, really, really, really bare, bare, really stripped down. And so that was where the garage era, <laughs> the garage era, <laughs> the garage era. <laughs> Matthias recorded off the guitar. Makai added the synths. There was no guitar solo, no no synth solo. That was all added on afterwards. But you know how Taylor Swift has like her eras tour. Eras melodious means like eras, like a studio era, summer era, <laughs> garage era. <laughs> but it's it's really interesting that you all bring up that garage because that's what it sounds like it sounds like you guys are in your garage jamming it feels so organic and that that was not even my own sentiment like my dad felt the same the same way too like he was like man it sounds like there's jamming in the garage so <laughs> we're actually i don't know if you can see but we're in our music room now we're sitting like in the, front, in front of the, of the drums. drums oh my gosh no like and like his guitars and then like there's another drum set and a piano over there behind like the monitor or like yeah so this is kind of like mm -hmm. The garage, like the, the garage, garage is a room, but oh, that's the garage. Room. It's a nice room, though. Uh, I'm trying to get the key back right. My bad. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. But yeah, that was really it with etc. Um, I did the wah pedal. You can hear me, you know, pushing my foot down. That wah. pattern. <laughs> um, that was pretty much it. Honestly, it was just the song spur of the moment, kind of. Melodious Mama in the chat said, "Uh, didn't I come up with the name for etc." <laughs> oh! <laughs> this is no comment. Our mother came up with a lot of stuff for the project, so we're just gonna give her a blanket of praise because she did a lot behind the scenes. Oh, Both her and our dad, Melodious yes. Papa. No, no, don't say that. Don't say that. Our father and our mother—they uh, they did a lot of amazing behind the scenes stuff. And then part two of etc. We actually made like an hour before our studio time yes. was up. We had one hour left. We were like, we're done with all the other songs. I was like, yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was an in studio creation. That's yeah, that was in studio creation spur of the moment. I got Man. the drums. Makaya played that. Da, 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 da. We and then after we muted the piano, I was holding my hands down on the, on the string so that it sounded muted. And then after, I was dragging with the. That's what you hear the piano strings. You hear the triangles, uh, hand drums. The 808 was made by a hand drum pitched down really low. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think what else. A lot Me of and Makaya, we were going back and forth with the mics to sound like we're like moving around. If you listen to it, et cetera, it sounds like it's moving around your head. Mm -hmm. And um, a circular versus like panning. We wanted it to feel really immersive as possible. This is before we, we thought about Joby. Like, you know, the immersive. Like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So before we had a knowledge of that, we were just like moving in a circle around the bike. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, that That's so cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool, though. That's so visual. Like, you guys did whatever it took. <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> it was standing, like you guys were like standing far back from the mic and yeah. like rotating like where you would stand yeah it was just crazy and like yeah that was it's it was crazy and all those other harmonies came as an actor the garage, the garage era. era the garage era <laughs> that's where all those wonderful harmonies that you hear came to be and it was <laughs> like it was doing a lot before the garage era. I'm just gonna say that the garage era for us is really the era where we we really put teamwork into play. And I'll say, like being a band, even though we had been a band for what like 
six years at that time, we were still treating it like siblings and like we didn't know how to work together as siblings and not allow like, oh, well, I have this opinion of the song. Oh, well, I know it's like my song, but I have like an idea, like, you know, like how to work with each other respectfully and, and work with each other in a way where everybody felt heard. And so I feel like the garage era was that for us. Like 12 hour days, nobody really felt like arguing. So <laughs> we, we David learned. was there. We didn't want David to think we were like crazy or something right. because we all like. And huge shout out mm. to David. David is the engineer for this project. He's the first engineer to ever work with us. Um, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, I want to work with you guys. Oh, I want to do this. And David actually followed through with us and, and recorded our project and went the extra mile, put hours into it when, when we were tired, um, broke up a lot of our fights with like classical music, just amazing personality, hard worker. Mm. And so the project would not be here without David. And so we have like, David, when you see this, we love you, David. Like, don't cry, man, but we love you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. I think the garage era for us is when the album began to feel like ours. Mm. It went from demos to like, okay, we're this putting stuff together. This is our actual song. Like these are, this is our music. And like, there's a, a sense of pride that came with that. Like, wow. <laughs> like, you know, like three yes. kids from Oakland <laughs> in, a, in a garage right now. <laughs> it's really- Flying by. <laughs> it's really like, yeah, I, I love to hear these stories about how you made them because I just always like, as a really curious listener of music and I love like dive deep, I'm always like, man, I just wonder what the sessions were like or how it came to be. So yeah, shout out to David, shout out to your engineer because it's produced so well. And that's why I didn't know if it had been out for such a long time or like if this was your first project or not, I didn't have any clue because it doesn't sound like a first project oh, yeah. just because it doesn't sound like oh something needs to be mixed or like the it just like the quality of like the vocals and the quality of the um the effects and even like the um, instruments it all is really high level and then you get into the high level like the musicality and that's why I was just like it just blew me out the water that um it's like you guys are prodigies so yeah it really is super cool. <laughs> You're welcome. Like, I really am. First interview, interview. Like, this is oh, really? Cool. Thank you so much. Thank like, you. Just, uh, like, you're so welcome. Oh, my gosh. No, thank you. I really am gushing. Like, I feel like I'm I'm just doing the most Um, because I just, I stand. I love when people are, like, really talented and, like, they really love it and they're doing it for the right reasons. And um, so that's why I was like, man, we have to put something together. And I'm glad that the enthusiasm was matched. Oh, yay. <laughs> this is so much. Thank you. Like, yeah, right. of course. And it's like, it's now we're kind of getting to the end of it. Um, but I didn't see too many questions. It just seems like you have a lot of fans. Everybody's like so happy to be <laughs> here watching this interview. Um, but I'm trying to see if anybody had any questions for Melodious before this is because it went by so fast it really did like it's just so much fun just talking about Maybe. it i know i'm like man i just want to talk to you guys anyways yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but somebody brought up uh steve lacy so yeah, Mikhail steve loves lacy. steve lacy i do love steve lacy we, all love, steve we lacy. love steve and it's so cool how steve lacy also came from a band and like 
came out of that and like established its own sound, but like still maintained um, that the internet sound. Like it's just yeah, he's he's so cool. I, we saw him at we love award shows. We love the Grammys. We love like you know just watching the performances. We like hmm one day you know be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did I think the Grammys. Was, was, he did the Grammys? He did. Yeah, the he Grammys did. With Thundercat. Oh, and he hate oh that. Oh my gosh! I was like, okay, Steve. You can. And so Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> Sonic. Sonic. We love Silk Sonic. When I tell you, when I and okay, so so basically, I put them on the end. No. Of the and we've all been. We can honestly say we've been lifelong Leo Mars. Lifelong. So like since we were like career. little kids, like two thousand. Okay. Two thousand. Yeah. So when they came together mind blown for one but when, when i tell you that project was like literally on on our house 24 hours i mean it did not go off it did not go off and it was perfect timing too for our project because it's like okay you know like the drums on <laughs> it's okay it's okay it's okay when the drums on like the head game course, you can kind of hear that. Did that? What is it? Memphis would like to keep that sealed information, but uh, they didn't keep this, the, the coke uh, camping sealed right. information. So, so we're I not gonna keep our drums sealed. She was basically influenced by like the intro for Silk Sonic's album. She was influenced a little bit by that one. If like, you listen to the intro, drums. you can and listen to the Bridge of Head games. You can kind of hear it. Some Do that afterwards. Movies. After we're gone and like like disappear. <laughs> From the map. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny because in the studio, like she realized she did it and her head shot up and she was like, sorry, Anderson. I'm sorry. Don't sue me. <laughs> I love to hear that. Like Anderson Pack is one of my favorites. Like Amazing. when I found him, it was just over. Like yeah. <laughs> as as a old soul, as somebody who loves like James Brown and you know Clyde Stubblefield as a drummer on a lot of his stuff, like I, w- I just knew that Anderson Pack, he's he's in a game all on his own. Seeing him link up with Bruno Mars, that was like paradigm shift. I did not like, even like, live right now. <laughs> when I tell you I was I was never more present than when I saw that Instagram like announcement. Like I was like, I'm alive right here, right I now. Know. <laughs> I'm here for this. <laughs> <laughs> it was so incredible. Um, oh, okay, cool. We got some questions. So people asking him. Uh, where can I see you live? Okay, we are based in Oakland, so Bay Area for now. We are hoping to eventually begin traveling to play our music. We would love to travel, hit up, you know, different spots, different, like, HBCUs would be amazing, like, to do an HBCU tour. That would be great. Um, so definitely between this project and the next project, we do hope to get money together and travel and just, you know, yes. yeah, just play, like, anywhere i ideally like someplace i would love to perform is npr like that's my dream is to do it for tiny desk. but everybody has to be 18 for tiny desk yeah, like, uh, maybe they'll make an exception i don't know years. maybe you know get a tiktok trend going let melodious play npr right <laughs> <laughs> but npr definitely um and just really i would love to be in new york and just in the south because i feel like all those states are really close so you can just drive like hit up different cities like Louisiana and New Orleans and like you know just mm-hmm. so anywhere like near that it would be amazing. <laughs> Dope. Yeah, the people need to see you. <laughs> Melodious Mama said, "When is the first video? The tour?" Okay, so okay, um, I actually have a question for the people. What video do you, for 
what song do you want to see has a, have a video first? Right. Like, I feel like the most like obvious option is like fly. Fly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fly. We already have some concept. We had a really ideas. interesting concept idea. So I've been taking. I've taken sign language. I've been taking it for ten years. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I love the idea of like how Coldplay is very much in tune with their deaf, um, their deaf fan base, and just how amazing they are able to accommodate that and just like I don't know, just be in touch with that. And so it'd be really interesting. We want to go to Washington, Washington, mm, Washington D.C. and and do a video with Gallaudet students. That would be like a dream, you know, the, the deaf university in America. And so wow. just to just to bring that audience in and, and let them know, like, you know, that they can enjoy our music as well in whatever capacity that they can and may, and that we're just very open to that. So that is that is one. And then somebody said etc. cetera. It's not, I'm okay. Honestly, let's do it. I'm down. Let's do a really Maybe like a live music video. Live music would be video. Cool. Et cetera would be so cool. I, I imagine that. I was like a shaker or something. <laughs> like, no place the drums. <laughs> no, because when I tell like et cetera part two, I definitely got like SZA vibes from that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, that one part where it was like bright ideas. We got bright yeah, ideas. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that's what it reminded me of when I first heard it. Like it just, that's it feels true. very like in nature. Yeah. Ah, okay. We already have like So basically what we need everybody to do is, is find a venue near them. <laughs> Tell them the Lodis needs to play here and then we'll come play. <laughs> okay, no, seriously. I feel that. I feel that so heavy. That's hilarious. Yes, we need to do that. Um, oh, my mom asked, where do they plan to study? So like school or whatever. Okay, <laughs> so very funny. I've been, I've been, so I've been in a, in a program in, at a local college since my senior year of high school that I graduate from this December. And I've been studying music production and, and kind of screen scoring. And so my hope from here on out is to jump into the industry head on, just get into some projects, really start reaching out to directors because I feel like for the music industry, at least for my career goals, it's more about who you know, how people resonate with you and how, how they feel about your energy and your personality. And so I feel like building relationships and connections is most important. And so I I graduate from that this fall, and it's been a two year program, so I'm super excited. Ah, oh, congratulations! Thank you. And you're just so cool. Like mind you, you talked about knowing sign language just for ten years. That's really cool. So cool. <laughs> How about everybody else? Okay, so the hope is I want really like my dream university is to get into MIT and double major in earth and planetary sciences and physics to be yes! an she's cool. <laughs> no she's so <laughs> smart <laughs> brilliant she's brilliant she's really smart too don't <laughs> no she's like, really cool she's, you want to be yes MIT. yes astrophysics uh, i really want to pursue research science and space travel and helping like to progress that type of thing and tracking solar bodies so that is a lifelong goal and to also teach, whether like it be on a board of educators, just to give back to the community that it gave to me. And MIT is close to Berkeley, so she can go jam. Yeah, I can go jam with the, the Berkeley, Berkeley students. students. Period. <laughs> yes. Be with you. <laughs> and as for me, I I I want to. I two things I'm very interested in um, is forensics. I've been interested in forensics for years. Um, I feel like it's really useful and helpful to a lot of people and also political science. So basically e from music to political science to forensics, everything is about helping people 
like mm. music can give people stuff to help them through their hard times and stuff. Forensics can help um, solve problems, and um, political science can just help you know further expand and better things. So I just I want to study those basically. Man, I love how you all are just like so diverse in your thought, but then how I guess it translates into the music that you make. Yeah. Like, wow, I stand. Sing You're before you go. She did so Let's do Baby Come Back. No, no. We have not sung Baby no. Come Back in a while. She said, she said. So, so fun, fun, fun story. No, no. No. He's so adamant. So. We have a song that we have done every gig since I think we mentioned open my music and she's, she's yelling. She's yelling no. But we're gonna do both. How about we we're do not... two? We'll do two. We'll do a little snippet. I bro, I don't we haven't done that. Okay, yet. so this is the funny thing about being sibling band is like singing. I like we do it all the time, but every time we get here, every time we get here, it's always something. Um she said not to become back. We've done that song a million times. Player the band, like it's like a yacht rock kind of song. We love mm. that song. I love it. yacht rock. Uh, yacht rock is crazy. I love it. Okay, yes. what's okay. What a situation, maybe harp. Uh, no, no. What a situation. Why don't we just all hop on our instruments and just play one full song? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think it, I don't think it would do good for the audience. But she also said, she also said, sing some Silk Sonic. So. What? 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 Nobody, look, look, see, this is this is a sibling band. We we rehearse so much that's like anytime it's like not, it's like what? What, what are you exactly? Not <laughs> um, I, I, let's, do, let's do, let's do. Um, what a situation for sure, and then what else? Maybe the course. Is okay, it the way? You know the key. This is a little. Un, no, no, no. You said no. Okay, we're right here now. Is it the okay? This is an unreleased song that that we are so excited to do. It's probably one of our most popular and it's crazy because it's unreleased. <laughs> but it's gonna be on the documentary. You'll see, see it on the performance, like the first song that we do. It's called What a Situation and It comes in from it, cetera. It comes in from it, cetera. Oh, yes. So let's go, hit it. Play the water. All vocals, three, four, one, two. It's a money Puts me in danger, what a situation. It's in my nature. Puts me in danger, what a situation. It's in my nature. Puts me in danger, what a situation. It's in my nature. Puts me in danger, what a that was not a good fit. That was, see, I mean, it was a good vocal. That was beautiful. I, 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 Wait, why did you stop so soon? Like, I stopped playing guitar because I can't. I, I look, see, everything has to be precise. We're, we're like, we're like perfectionists. Maybe one, two, to the note. Wait, what's up? What's up? What's up? No. One, no, two, play the first note. Three. No, 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 no. Great pitch. She has great pitch. Memphis has perfect pitch. He just denies it. One, two, wait, now that I put it all together. Now that I put it all together, give me the chance to make you see. Have you used up all the love in your heart? Doom, doom, doom. Oh, 
boom, boom, boom. Baby, come back. Any kind of fool could see there was something and everything about you. Baby, come back. You can blame it all on me. I was wrong and I just can't live. I was wrong, and I just can't live. I was wrong, and I just can't live. Okay, at least, look, <laughs> I wish we had all the instruments, but like, at least the vocals are like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, holding back tears, real life. <laughs> like, and I just like was overwhelmed. I was like, oh my gosh, like they're singing like live and you guys' harmonies are so tight and you guys sound so good together. And like, Thank you so much. just who you are as people, it just adds to it. It really does. So, thank you. Wow. You're so amazing. We, thank we you. really yes, appreciate Yes, this has been really this. fun. Like, wow. Wow, thank you. Thank you I, so gonna, much. You have to be in the fly music video. We're gonna have, yes, like, yes, we're gonna have to be in the fly up. music video. We have to. Yes. Maybe we'll start it like she can like let me Oh, oh! oh okay. <laughs> Believe me, I have an idea right now. Okay. I just know you have to be in the video. You have to I would be so down. Are you kidding? Let's make it happen. No, like I would happen. Like I would be the tree stump in the video. No, like, I would be <laughs> whatever whoever needs to like different parts, you know, you know, you any be the part. Main character. <gasps> the lead, the lead. Yeah. So like the plot that we had originally was that it was a deaf, a deaf man trying to express to a hearing woman, like I feel like you're everything. Like, you know, I feel uh, like you're everything. And so, like, the whole video is just different ways he's trying to do that. And then, like, the end of the video, he's just doing it as himself. Like, you know, just, like, signing it to you. And, like, so, like, you could be the main character. You'll be the lead. I would be so down. Don't cast, play with me. Cast, cast, cast. Cast. <laughs> you'll, 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 receive, you'll receive your confirmation. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no, that's so funny because, literally, I was thinking about that. I don't know why. I was, like, just in my bathroom and I was, like, Everybody asks, like, and I was just joking, but I was like, everybody asks, like, how are you doing? But not like, will you be the lead of my music video? Like, right. I want to be the first. We're the first. That would be so cool. And I haven't been to, um, no, I have been to the Bay. My brother, he lives out in LA. So it's an easy trip. Let's, it's an easy. Let's do it. Let's do it. Where, 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 are you, where are you from? I'm from Michigan. Oh, nice. So, yeah, yeah. Born and raised, Grand Rapids. So I'm like two hours away from Detroit. Ooh. Hey, you gotta come, like, make a trip. Come on. Oh man, I would love that. That's like done, done deal. Yes, I'm so serious too. That'd be amazing. Cause man, the way that I played that song out, I was just playing it too. Cause I was promoting this interview. I was like, y'all like, come on. Like this is an interview with Melodious and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And everyone's like, what is this song? It's always like that song that they're always like, what is this? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, you did your big one. You're, you're a huge <laughs> one. Um, but anyways, I'm like holding you guys over. But um, thank you so much again for this interview. And I would love for you all to just plug yourself, like promote everything right now, please. All right. At This Is Melodious on all platforms, we have a doc coming out on Friday. So if you want that behind the scenes and like just look at the project, what we have coming out, what we got 
you know, behind the scenes in 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 tune or in store, not yeah, in store. In tune is like in store, but musically in tune. Um, <laughs> at, this is melodious. So this is melodious mm-hmm. on everything. People can find our album. Um, is it the way by melodious? On Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Title, whatever you, whatever TikTok, you Instagram, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, amazing. So. Did you have anything else? That was it. That was it. Okay, it. okay. Play, stream the, stream, yeah, stream the, the album. Stream the album. Yeah, stream the album, man. And like I told you all, I was like, because when I posted on my story. Um, I know you guys were so grateful and just like so sweet about it, but I was like, this is not it. <laughs> like, <laughs> man. I remember we woke, I woke up and I was like, this this girl like posted all of our music on her story. <laughs> yeah, she, she ran, I was I was asleep <laughs> and she ran to my room and she was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, guys, look. So we were just super juiced about it and just cause especially because it was our first project, there was a lot of anxiety that we had about releasing it and just being mm. like how people take it, you know, like will they like it? Will they like accept it? And then just the response that we've received is like like we're just too great, like no words. So grateful for mm. it. Man. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to your fans, shout out to the people who are sharing it with others. And like I yeah. wanna get I wanna see like so many streams on Spotify because that's what I primarily use. I do and too. so when I go back to the album, I'm always like, Okay, so where are they at now? Like, <laughs> We gotta get it to like, you know, pass the one thousand marks. We gotta so. get it like, we gotta get it up there. So that's the goal. Was just stream the album, please. Yes. We this, oh, well, we were releasing a vinyl. Yes, we're thinking of Christmas time vinyl drop. So around the holiday season, you might see some vinyl from Melodious. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I need that. I'll, I'll pay out of pocket for that. I'm not <laughs> no, 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 you're no. gonna get a copy for free. Sign copy, music video, main character. You get it all. The like, full package. Full package. Right here. Well, I'll buy one for my dad or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is amazing. Thank you so much for your time. And yeah, we'll definitely be in touch. Um, yes, catch me in the five music video. Yes, coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> this is so um, cool. Um, anything so else you guys wanted to say or like leave the people with? Um, just thank you for like taking the time to watch this, to listen, to find out about a small band from the oh. Bay. And then we, oh, we, we wouldn't be able to do anything oh, like without our sister Mercy. Mercy, say hi. Our this is our Michael Jackson. Oh, and hi. Video, Olivia. Say okay. hi, Liv Liv. Oh, wow. Hi, Liv. So, oh, she's in a box. Okay, right last. Now. Why are you just story? staring at me? Stare at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so, last little story. This is oh, the addition to our family. We found her under our car, thanks to Leo, our drummer. Um, they were they they convinced our mom to let us keep the cat. Him and our friend Marlo. Shout out to Leo. Shout out to Leo and Marlo. And so we discovered her. She was malnourished, and she's kind of like made this entire album process better because we would come home. Support. Yes, emotional support. Because we would come home so tired and stressed from this album, and then we like, where's Olivia? Where's Olivia? <laughs> Everybody's so happy because she's, she's, she's here. She's, she's, she's scared of the guitars. So she's <laughs> um, yeah, that is a beautiful cat. Thank, Thank you. you. So that's our, our final message is just to um, just do things with people you love. You know, like that's what we're doing. We're do- we love each other. We're doing music. You know, I hope so. <laughs> 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 on that note. <laughs> on that note. Yeah. And we're so thankful to you, like 
amazing music curator, DJ, just like, you know your stuff. You're such an amazing individual, amazing energy, and you just made this such a beautiful experience for us. It's so, we were so excited. It's been on our calendar, like, to <laughs> man, no, I, I really, I received that. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, you're absolutely welcome. And I'm just glad that now the relationship is like, yeah. initiated and yeah because you guys are solid and I just really like had so much fun talking to you and I hope that so many more people find this and I'll continue to promote you guys because oh, the music you. is good anyways yeah that's the whole point like if it wasn't good like what was there gonna be to like to talk about <laughs> so yeah I I just love it because it's just solid like the project itself and as a music nerd I'm always like okay is there an interview like, can I get to know them more? So now people <laughs> so have now there that. is. Yeah. People have that. So we mm -hmm. appreciate you. We thank you so much for this. Like, this has just been great. Oh, uh, you're so, so welcome. Um, I'm so bad at ending live streams. Oh, um, but, anyways, <laughs> but anyways, um, I guess I'll do my outro. Okay, um, yeah, we'll just do <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 it's okay, it's okay. You can um, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching this interview and really just conversation with Melodious about their um, newest album and just who they are. And I'm just so glad that you are able to see exactly what I felt and like could just visualize from hearing their album. Um, and yeah, I hope that you learn something new and that you're going to go stream their album because it really is worth all the hype that I'm giving it right now. So um, be well, take care and uh, you guys can check out more Soul Sugar Joint stuff on TikTok, on Instagram, and I have more videos, more videos coming soon here on YouTube. Um, but yeah, that's it, y'all. Have a good one. Bye! <laughs> Bye!